Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He is your God and what a mighty God we serve. Family, we are on the final day of this powerful devotional. Day seven of Dangerous Prayers. I pray this devotional has blessed you. I pray that it has stirred you up in a way where you come away from safe and enter into dangerous prayers. I pray you allow the Holy Spirit to search you, to test you, to, you know, let you know your anxious thoughts, to send you, to break you. I pray that you are ready to pray dangerously in the name of Christ Jesus. Let's get into today's devotional, which is titled, Disturb Me. What we pray about is important, but not only is it important, it's also revealing. The content of our prayers tell us more about us and our relationship with God more than people might imagine. What we pray for reflects what we believe about God. If most of our prayers are for ourselves or for what matters to us, then the content of our prayer communicates that we believe deep down that God exists primarily for us. Take a moment to do a prayer audit. Think about everything you prayed for recently, not for your whole life, just the past seven days. Consider writing on a notepad or typing a memo on your phone and listing all the different things you petitioned God to do last week. Take a moment and give it some thought. Do you remember? What did you pray about? What did you ask God to do? Now answer honestly. If God said yes to every prayer you prayed in the last seven days, how would the world be different? If your prayers were the normal, safe ones, then maybe you would have a good day, arrived safely, or enjoyed a blessed double cheeseburger with fries and a Diet Coke. For years, if I did a prayer audit, the results would have been dismal. If God had done everything over a week's period that I have prayed for, the world wouldn't have been much different at all. Honestly, Some weeks, I wouldn't have prayed for anything. Other weeks, I might have prayed, but the prayers were all about me. And that doesn't change much in the grand scheme of things. My prayers were too safe. I had access to the creator and sustainer of the universe. The great I am, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the all-powerful, ever-present, all-knowing God who can send fire from heaven, shut the mouths of hungry lions, or calm a raging storm. And all I asked him to do was to keep me safe and help me have a good day. For years, I never wanted to be interrupted. But after praying more dangerous prayers, I discovered that God's gentle promptings would regularly interrupt my self-centered plans. He would direct me towards his eternal will. And my faith is stronger. My life is richer. My heart is fuller. Think about what could be different if you prayed with more transparency, if you risked more. If you were more open to what God might do in you instead of just hoping he would do something for you. What if you prayed bolder prayers 
and dreamed bigger, recklessly pursuing Jesus with daring, self-abandoned faith. It's time to change the way you pray. It's time to abandon safe, comfortable, predictable, and easy-to-pray prayers. It's time to pray with courage, to risk, to open yourself up to a different path, to a better destination. It's time to start praying dangerous prayers. It's time to be disturbed. If you truly want to make a difference on earth, you need power from heaven. If you want your life to matter, it's time to pray big bold, audacious prayers. Seek God and dream big. Refuse to fear failure. It's time to venture out, to trust, to dare, to believe. Your life won't always feel safe and it will take faith. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. So what are you waiting for? Amen. Amen. Let me read the scriptures that goes with this devotional. Revelations 1 and 8. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. Amen. Colossians 1 and 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. And to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthening with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness giving thanks unto the father which have made us meet and be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins amen ephesians 1 17 through 22 that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understandings being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of your calling, the hope of his calling, and what the rich riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amen. Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is man. I love this scripture that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. My God, 
I love that scripture, family. God is a rewarder. Do you believe that he is and is a rewarder of him that diligently seek him? And why I love this scripture, because today's devotional is titled Disturb Me. When you believe that God is and that he is a rewarder, you don't mind being disturbed by God. Can't nobody out give Jesus. Now, don't hear me. You know, hear me by the spirit of God. I'm not telling you to do things just because you want God to reward you. That's not what I'm saying. But when you know that God is a rewarder. You don't mind going out of your way. You don't mind being disturbed. You don't mind being sick because I know no matter what I do, no matter what I no matter what feels like he's taking away from me, he's a rewarder. He's a rewarder of them that seek him, of them that love him. So, Lord, disturb me, disturb my relationship, disturb my business, disturb my ministry, disturb any and everything that is pulling me away from you. Disturb any and everything that causes me to walk in opposition of you. Disturb the things that keep me from drawing nigh unto you. Are you ready for God to disturb you? Are you ready for God to disturb your plans, to disturb? your dream to disturb your ideas are you ready because family hear me if you are ready for God to disturb you there is no dream that you can imagine is greater than the plan that God has for you to give you a future and a hope and expect it in you you can't conceive it in your mind for as it is written our eyes haven't seen and our ears haven't heard nor have it entered in our heart what God have in store for them that love him so father disturb me disturb my plan disturb my will disturb my idea of how things should be disturb disturb because would you have for me is so much greater than what I think I have for myself. Disturb the idea that it's all about me because you have called me forth that I may be a vessel for your people. And because I want to be used, I want to be you. Do you want to be used family? If you don't want to be used and you want to stay in your safe prayers and your comfort zone and not really doing much for God, you just happy to be saved. And one day you will walk on the streets of gold and that is enough for you. Then this devotional wasn't for you. But if you are tired, if you are, if you want more than what you have been experienced, if you want to be a change agent in the earth, if you want to be a a vessel of honor for the kingdom of God, if you want to be a a man or woman of God who is ready to speak, thus says the Lord and things change. If you are ready to lay hands on the sick that they may be healed, if you are ready to break curses off of your bloodline if you are ready to break curses off of the people that God has connected to you if you are ready for you are anointed in the name of Christ Jesus if you are ready to do more if you are ready to go to uncharted waters if you are ready to go to the Bible said God said ask me for the nations ask me for the nations we asking for food we're asking for provisions we're asking for clothes we're asking for cars we're asking for houses but God said, ask me for the nations. If you are ready for nations, my God, tell God, disturb me, disturb my little plans for you are a big God. You are vast. You are, you are humongous. Oh God, compared to me, compared to my little thoughts and my little ideas.
The Bible says, ask God for nations. How big has your prayer life been? If we could be honest, and I'm even putting myself in their family. Sometimes we don't feel like, you know what? I'm just going to go to God. I'm grateful. I'm content, Lord. You know, you've just been a blessing to me. You're so good. You're so faithful. But family, and although he said, enter into my gates with thanksgiving and my courts with praise. It is good to give thanks to God for what he has done. It is good to just be content with what you have. But we must come to a place that we are unafraid to boldly and be daring to ask for big things, to pray for big. He said, ask me for the nations. My God, when was the last time you asked God for something greater than yourself, greater than yourself? Instead of saying, Lord, just take care of my family. Father, I want you to take care of my whole bloodline. I want you to take care of this whole community. I want you to take care of this city. I want you to take care of this state. I want you to take care of the United States. Father, give me the nations. Disturb my little old plans for your big plan. I love that he said in devotional that if he was to be honest, that his prayers really didn't make a difference in the world, in the big scheme of things, in the big grand scheme of things. Are we looking at our life as this is just me and it's me and my my spouse and my children and my ministry and my my business? It's just us and our little bubble because it's not just you. In your spouse, in your children, in your little bubble. There are so many people connected to each and every one of you. People that you have yet to meet, yet they are connected to you. They are connected to the gift that is on the inside of you. So we can't just think on the on a small scale. We got to think on a big scale. We got to think for the grander scheme. Father, what is your will? What is your eternal will? Family, we got to stop praying so small. God want to do more than what he has been doing. He, he, What I've learned about God, he can only do what you expect him to do. What are your expectations when it comes to you and your God? Do you expect God to give you greater than what you have already received from him? We got to get out of that comfort zone and we cannot let fear tell us that we're asking for too much. He said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the doors shall be open. It is time in the name of Christ Jesus for us to get bold in our prayers, get bold in what we're petitioning and asking God for. Father, give me the nations. Father, give me this. Give me that. Stop praying so small. And and, and this is for everyone who has an ear to hear. If you know that you've just been going to God and you know, I'm thankful, Lord, and I, I'm grateful for what you do and you're faithful. Amen. Amen. But now let's take that prayer up a notch. Now pray dangerously, pray dangerously, begin to I dare you. I double dare you. Remember when we was little, I double dare you to go before God and ask for big things. Ask him for wisdom, ask him to open the eyes of your understanding so you can see the bigger picture. I dare you. Father, I know you want to do more than for me and my household. I know you want to do more for me and my house. I know, Lord, therefore show me the biggest, show me the bigger. What's the bigger scheme of things? 
I've been praying too small. I've been living just for me and my family and my little bubble, but I know you got people tied to me that I haven't met, Lord God. I know that there's change that needs to be broken, oh God, that when I speak, that when I share my testimonies, yokes will begin to come off. So Father, disturb me, disturb me, disturb me in my little bubble, disturb me in my comfort zone, disturb me in my safe prayers, disturb me in my thinking that it's all about me, myself, and I. Disturb me, Jesus, because I want to be used for your glory. I want to be used for your glory. I want to make your name famous in the earth. I want to make you fair. I want people to come to the knowledge of who you are. I want people to be healed mentally and emotionally. I want people to know that there is a bomb in Gilead. I want people to know that they don't have to stay in the situation that they're in. I want people to know that you have died, oh God, for our sins. I want people to know that you took the guilt and the shame. I want people to know. So father disturb me. Are you ready to pray that dangerous prayer? Are you ready to pray that dangerous prayer? Or are you content in your bubble, which is you and your family? Is that enough for you? Is it enough for you? Because Jesus didn't die for you to stay in your little bubble. He got work for you to do, family. He got work for you to do. Work. Work. Start that business. Write that book. Start that podcast. Whatever it is that God has put on your heart, whatever gift that he has placed on the inside of you, I dare you not to be silent anymore. I dare you to break out in faith. Hallelujah. He said that when he, when he allowed God to interrupt his self-centered plan, his faith got stronger, his life was richer and his heart was fuller. Are you ready for stronger faith? Are you ready for a richer life? People think riches is just a um, finances is money. No, there is more hallelujah to wealth than money that you want to be mentally wealthy, that you want to be wealthy with understanding and revelation, that you want to be wealthy, hallelujah, and compassion and in love. There's so much more. He said his life, not just his pocket, his life is richer family. Are you ready for a richer life? Are you ready for your heart to be full? A lot of people think that these temporal things, the houses and the causes and the, the men and the women and the money is what's going to make their life full. No purpose makes your heart full purpose makes your heart full. Are you ready for a full heart to feel content within yourself? Because you know that, you know, I am doing the will of God and that I will die empty. That when God takes me home, I have done what I've done for this generation. The Bible said that when David, when God took David, he did what he was supposed to do in his generation. I pray that you don't allow the sky to crack open and God take you home and you have yet to do what he have purposed for you to do, that you die empty, that he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. It is time to break loose. It is time to break loose. It is time to let go of safe 
safe, comfortable prayers. And it's time to get dangerous with your prayer life. It's time to get dangerous with your walk with God, that I'm not letting nothing come against me and my Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says that nor depths, nor height, nor principalities, nor powers, nothing past, nothing present can separate us from the love of God. I dare you not to let nothing come between you and Jesus. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Because we tend to let life draw us away from our our lover of our soul. We let pain take us away from the king's table. We let disappointment take us away from cleaving to the vine. But I dare you in this next season of your life that no matter what you go through, that nothing is going to take you from the presence of God. Nothing is going to take you away. No heartbreak, no type of no lack in nothing that is emptying your bank account count anything anything that could come up issues with your children's issues with your spouse issues with your health issues on top of issues but i dare you in the name of christ jesus not to let nothing nothing that comes your way steer you away from the love of god that you make a promise to yourself jesus i don't care what happened i'm not leaving you like you ain't leaving me i ain't leaving you Your faith will be stronger, your life will be richer, and your heart will be fuller. I also love that he said this. I had access to the creator and sustainer of the universe, the great I am, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the all-powerful, ever-present, all-knowing God. Who sent fire from heaven, who shut the mouths of hungry lions and calmed a raging storm. And all I asked him to do was to keep me safe and for me to have a good day. Family, it's time to pray dangerously. It's time to know that you don't know. I know the creator and the sustainer of the universe. The beginning and the end. I know the one that is all powerful, who's ever present, who is all knowing. I know what he can do. I know that he can send fire. I know he can close the mouths of my enemies. And I know that he can calm any storm that I'm facing. So I will not pray safe. But I will be bold. And I will be of courage and be of good cheer. Because my God is with me and my God is for me. Family, this devotional is a blessing. <coughs> Excuse me. It is a total blessing. I feel like this whole week I just been going into like really praying like dangerously. And it's been for me, Lord, I've been really doing a David search me, test me, show me my anxious thoughts, break me, send me. And now today disturb me, whatever plan that I got going on in my head, whatever plan, whatever, whatever way I think something should go that is in opposition of you. I am okay with you disturbing me, disturb me, Jesus, because I want your will to be done in my life. Family, I pray that you pray that you pray, Jesus, disturb me. I pray that you even go through the days again. Don't write these things down, family, write them down that you have a, a confidence Going before God, 
Lord, I know you expect more of me. There is more required. What is that song? There is more that I require of thee. Will your heart and soul say yes, Jesus? Now, will your heart and soul say yes, yes? Will your heart and soul say yes, family? Yes to dangerous prayers. Yes to God doing a new thing in your life so that your faith will be stronger. Your life will be richer and your heart will be fuller. Jesus, we just thank you for this hour of prayer that you have brought us to. We thank you for being the creator and the sustainer of our universe. We thank you that you are Alpha and Omega, that you are the beginning and the end. We thank you that you are all-powerful, ever-present, all-knowing. Father, we know what you have done in times before times past and what you can do now for you are the same yesterday today and forever father we repent for being so safe with our prayers we repent for coming fearless instead of boldless to the throne room of grace father we repent oh god for not being willing vessels not making ourselves available to your use father we repent oh god we repent lord god that we made everything about us that we've been self-centered that we we only ask you to do things for us, not seeing the bigger picture, not understanding the grand scheme of things. But Father, we have made up in our mind and our heart says yes. Our heart says yes. And we pray, disturb us, oh God. Disturb our plan. Disturb our dream. Disturb our wants. Disturb our desires so that we may do the will, oh God. Your will will be done in our life. And we are willing to surrender. We are willing to submit to the Holy Spirit of God. As you open the eyes of our understanding, as you reveal unto us, as it is written there is a way that seems right to a man but the end is destruction father we want to go the way to everlasting so father disturb our plan disturb our plan in such a way that you will be glorified with every move that we make father we want you to be glorified with our life we want you to be glorified with our prayer life that we don't make it about us that we don't come timid that we don't come afraid when your word said come boldly to your throne Father, oh God, do a new thing in us, Father God, in the name of Christ Jesus, as we're going through this new season, as we're being stirred up by your Holy Spirit to do greater things in the earth. You said he who believes in me can do what you have done and more. And we believe, Father, we believe, Jesus, oh, by your Holy Spirit, do a new thing in us. Stir us up, oh God, that we may get in position. Stir us up, oh God, that we may get on our post, oh God, for such a time as this, so that we can be the chain breakers in this generation, that we could be the chain breakers in our family, that we could be the chain breakers in our community, that we could be the chain breakers in the nation. Father, we pray for the nation. We don't just pray for our family, we don't just pray for our spouse. We don't just pray for our children. We're praying for the nation's children.
children. My God, we're praying for the nation spouses. We're praying for the nation, Father God. Give us the nations in the name of Christ Jesus as we humble ourselves before you, as we submit to the Holy Spirit of God. Disturb us, O Lord, that your will will be done in the earth, not by might, not by power, but by your Holy Spirit. Disturb us in Jesus' name, for you will get the glory out of our life, Father God, and we shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And as your word is faithful and will establish what you have set it out to do, Father, we thank you for such a time as this, for reminding us what's most important, for reminding us to draw closer to you and not just pray safe prayers, but you have taught us to pray dangerously for the things that pulls on your heartstrings, for the things that gets your attention, oh God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for the perfect work that you're doing in each and every one of us. May we never be the same from this day forth as we begin to pray dangerously for every area of our life. Father, we thank you. We thank you that we will never be the same, but that there will be a change in the earth because there is a change in us. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of the sustainer of the universe, the great I am, the alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the all-powerful, ever-present, all-knowing God. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, family, I pray that this has blessed you. I pray that you are ready for a new, new shift in your life, a transition. Because when you start praying dangerously, a transition will take place. A shift will take place. And I'm excited. I'm excited for this new season for you. I'm excited for the things that God is going to do in your life. I'm excited that he reveals and heals you. Even the things that are unconsciously in your mind that you don't know. I'm excited for the many things that he's going to do in this hour as we begin to pray dangerously. Man, I'm, I just appreciate this time with you guys. I always love coming and sharing the word of the Lord and sharing the heart of our Father. I just love spending time with you, my brothers and my sisters. And may this not leave you. May you not just pray dangerously for this week, but it becomes a lifestyle. That it becomes a lifestyle. So often we, you know, sometimes we could be in a season in our life and we think that we are right where we need to be. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to search us, we realize that we're kind of far away from God. So this must be a lifestyle that you pray dangerously, always asking God to search you, always asking God to test you, always asking God to reveal your anxious thoughts, always asking God to break you and to send you and to disturb you. It must be a lifestyle family in the name of Jesus. And I know you can hear the rain and the thundering and the lightning is raining where I am, but I just love the rain. 
I just love the rain. So I pray you don't mind in the name of Christ Jesus. But family, I love you. May God bless you and keep you uh, in the description of this podcast. They'll give you a Q&A and they'll ask you, how did you like this podcast? Let me know if you would like me to do another devotional. And as the Lord leads me, we will do another one in Jesus name. Until then, family, God bless you. God keep you and may God steer you in the name of Christ Jesus to pray dangerously. Be blessed, family.